ladies and gentlemen, the first episode of Let's Talk 20s. That is the name at the exact moment, but that probably will change. Um, I put this out on my Instagram story a few weeks ago, and I've been wanting to do this for a while, but just kind of make a podcast with um, people in their 20s and kind of talk about, you know, random stuff, what they're going through, whether it's mental health or, you know, graduating college or um, really anything. <clears throat> kind of just let people know that they aren't alone. And I had an overwhelming response. I got to talk with some of you guys who uh, I really haven't, you know, really had a full conversation with in years. And so I thought it was really cool um, and definitely persuaded me to do this. So the first episode, I'm with my boy. Um, I've known Connor since high school. And how many years is that now, Connor? Probably close to 10 now. Y- yeah. That's I, that's fucking crazy. Probably nine, ten. It'll be ten years. Um, I think at by the no, I think it'll be ten years next year. It's nine years this year. That's wild, man. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Especially moving around so much. I never really kept in touch with uh, people for that long. And <clears throat> I know the feelings mutual, but you're definitely one of my my best friends in general. Um, but nonetheless, yeah. in high school, for sure, we we were really close. Thanks, man. The, the feeling is definitely mutual. You, you're one of the few people I definitely kept in contact with as consistently as you can when you <laughs> change schools and, and go on a different life path. You know, we always caught up on the phone. We would play video games together and we would always have these like <laughs> like two, three, four hour conversations with each other just randomly. It was it was it was really it was really nice. So thank thanks for thinking of me with this with this idea. It's it's a really great idea. I'm, I think people will get a lot out of it. So it's exciting, man. Yeah, I'm I'm actually really excited. I mean, like I just said, I I've, I've been wanting to do this for a while, and <clears throat> I think I think even if it's just a few people, I mean, I only even if it's just one person that actually listens, start to finish, and thoroughly enjoys it, that's that's enough for me, man. I'm just uh just here for the ride, but. Yeah. Connor, I got you on this episode. Um, it's graduation week for a lot of people. I know for my folks down oh, yes. at Auburn, they graduated this weekend, and I know um, a bunch of people are graduating next weekend. So you and I are kind of um, new grads in a way. I mean, this has been my first full year out of college, mm-hmm. and I know for you it's been a little bit uh, longer, but I thought it'd be a good idea to kind of talk about post-graduation and how it can be a really challenging time for people and sometimes in a good way. And then uh, for others, not necessarily the best transition in their life. So um, yeah, let's go and start off with high school, man, how, how we first met and how that all translated throughout high school. Sure. Yeah. You, you want to start like when we, when we first met or you want like towards the end of high school, like get it into college. Yeah. We'll start with, uh, I mean, we, we, were we close friends my freshman and sophomore year? I don't really think we were. It was more junior uh, senior year. You know, you know, Tanner, uh, high school, high school Connor was definitely um, a complicated character. His uh, <laughs> first couple of years, uh, seeking approval, you know, trying to fit in and find yourself among friends, thinking that certain people's opinions mattered <laughs> more than others. Um, so I don't, I don't think we, yeah, I don't think we were super close here freshman year but definitely your sophomore year we got closer yeah yeah i agree with that um well you're always i mean you're a year older than me so Mm -hmm. i always um 
kind of hung out with the older crowd at that point. I didn't really have too many. I mean, I had some friends in my grade, but you know, the, the friend group we had, everyone was kind of older than me. So I kind of watched you guys graduate high school and figure out what the heck you guys are doing and all of that. And then you guys just abandoned me and I was devastated. <laughs> yeah. We, we really should have, we really should have flunked out and stayed with you so that we could have all stuck together, man. Yeah. You, sh- you should have repeated thinking. senior year. Um, <laughs> But what was your personal experience going from high school to college? Because I know you you kind of stayed at a more local school to uh to you know be closer to home and everything. But how was that transition for you specifically? Um, you know, looking back on it, my senior year of high school had a lot of ups and downs, and of course, a lot of the highs are getting to experience being like the top dog in um in a small pond, if you will. Um, and one the the lows consisted, of course, of trying to navigate the nerve wracking process of applying to colleges and meeting all those deadlines and applications. And I remember for me trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I um I definitely had a lot of personal decisions that factored into my college decision. I was in a relationship that I thought was going to be going to be more stable. So that factored into my decision. I, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my, with my life at that point. I, I was kind of just like waiting for something to come along and like grab my attention. Something that like people talk about, Oh, you know, I'm so inspired and I'm going to become a musician or something, for example. Um, so I remember just going local because I just wanted to go to college just to get the bachelor's degree. And, um, for me, it wasn't a difficult process getting into college cause I applied at an easy school, but the schools that I did apply to that were difficult. Oh, I mean, I'm sure you can relate Tanner, but yeah, it, it, that's when it really starts to get stressful because your, your teachers and your parents, of course, and are, are all like putting these these deadlines and are talking about what it means for your future and then you see some of your friends who will get into these schools and you're like oh my gosh this is real yeah for sure man especially when you're you're still waiting to hear back from schools and then like some of your buddies already accepted and like you know hyped hyped to go to whatever school they're uh they're planning on going to oh yeah absolutely i mean how many how many schools did you apply to when Uh, you were applying i did I think three or four. I mean, at the time, I mean, so I initially, if you remember, was trying to go to school for a vet, like pre be a pre vet uh, degree. I so I was looking at like UGA and Auburn at the time, um, but I also applied to uh, Tennessee UT. Yeah, <clears throat> and I got waitlisted for UGA, but I got accepted to Auburn, accepted to Tennessee. So I, I knew I was going to go to one of the three schools I I really wanted to go to. Um, but then as time went by, I obviously now I, I'm not pre-vet major, I'm exercise science, pre-physical therapy, trying to transition into grad school and all that. But at the time yeah. I went to, uh, Auburn to be a vet, you know, veterinarian cause they have a vet school there too. So I was going to stay there for seven or eight years and I thought I had it all planned out and, uh, that's not <laughs> true. never yeah. works that way. It, it it never does, man. I mean, I remember I when I first went for my freshman year, I was planning to be a music composition major because uh, music was so big in high school with all of us, and 
it was always a big part of my life. So I was like, oh, this is this is naturally what I want to do. I looked at the prerequisites of what you needed to get into music composition. And I said, no, I'm good. Um, <laughs> so then I, I tried to be an actor. I, yeah. I switched my major to acting for two semesters. That didn't work out either. Um, I'm not very good at improv and I'm not very good at um, not getting in my head when, I, when I'm like acting. I'm too self-aware. Um, so I remember that I switched from acting to communications and then, you know, kind of like you said, like you, you try to make plans and you think that you have it figured out. And then sometimes you just find out it's not like a good fit or sometimes you, you start to do the coursework and you're like, oh, this is interesting, but it's not exactly what I had in mind when I first thought about it. And, and all of that has to be taken into consideration when you're in college, because it's, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of commitment and it's a lot of, it's a lot of hard work, especially if you go for a degree that you really care about. So you want to make sure it's worth it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we, we went through those two, three years of college and then senior oh, year yeah. hits for college. Oh, and just oh like when you're a senior in high school, it's a huge milestone. You're trying to figure out what the hell you're going to do with yourself. If you're going to go to grad school, if you're going to take a gap year, if you're just trying to get a, quality jobs straight out the gate or what whatever you want to do so what's uh what was what was that kind of building up for you because i i can talk about my senior year and it, it was a roller coaster oh, for sure but well i i settled on going to another school i became a, a psychology major and <laughs> i uh it's, yeah Fuck all, I, all all useless majors. No, not no, really. they're not. But, um, they're not. No, useless, they're not. But they're not. you I'm definitely changed. You definitely <laughs> changed your major. Well, that that's the th- that's the thing. Like, I've, I I definitely remember being in college and talking to a lot of people in the same situation as me. Like, they changed majors as many times, if not more, than I did, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, you know, I'm just picking majors just so I can finish, but I don't even know what it is I want to do." And you know, after a certain point, I, I just remember I had to pick something just so I could finish. And then uh, see, when senior year came around and you had to think about what jobs you were going to get, if you were going to go to master's school, if, if that was even an option for your program, if that's something that you wanted to do, it was it was more nerve wracking, at least for me, because before you had like, you know, you go to school for good Lord. Like if you go to college, you go to school for 18 years of your life. Like, and then when you think about graduating college, it's different from high school because you're not going to have school. And so then it's like, there's this like part of you that's almost like taken away <laughs> Yeah. once you, once you shift out of that. So it was, that was a low, low point. I know, I know you said that was a tough year for you too. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It was. I, um, I had some financial stuff. I was trying to go to a, a really expensive school and pay pay my rent and all this other stuff. And I ended up having to work. Well, I was working a full-time job and then doing like DoorDash on the side to make a little extra oh. cash. So I was working probably around 60 hours a week, I'd say. And that's probably an understatement. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, here I am barely getting by like still still on the college budget and then it's like shit man it's my senior year i'm supposed to be 
you know, enjoying myself. I'm supposed to be doing this, this, and this. And some people in my grade, you know, were living that fun lifestyle, kind of having a fun last year. And I'm over here like struggling to struggling to get by and had no idea what the heck I was going to be doing. Yeah. Um, or wh- where I would be, what I was doing. Especially when you work a job right before you graduate that has nothing to do with your major. And you're like, I just feel like I'm wasting my time right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it, was, it was tough. And yeah, I, I didn't know where I would, where I was going, what I'd be doing. Cause I wanted to go to PT school, but then with COVID there was just a whole bunch of requirements like observation hours. I, I didn't do, um, cause I couldn't. And so I was kind of forced to d- take a gap year. And so then I moved up here yeah. with my mom in Cincinnati, but it, it was tough, man. And it's okay to really not have it figured out. Cause truthfully, I mean, uh, I'm more financially secure now. I have a roof over my head and all that, but at the same time, I still don't a hundred percent know what I'm doing. Like nothing is for certain at the moment. So, yeah. And I mean, I, I do think we have to like, of course, talk about, especially people who are graduating recently and who have graduated, you know, when I graduated and you graduated, I mean, the, the impact that COVID-19 may have had on your education, whether you had to shift um, into remote classes, whether you weren't able to have a graduation ceremony, I, you know, I wasn't able to have a graduation ceremony because of COVID-19. I mean, the impact of how that, how that can affect you emotionally it, it, there's there's no way to to overstate like how how big nah. that that couldn't that nah, could be dude. on people who are going through this right now oh for sure for sure it was uh it was definitely tough man you know you the last year and a half um pretty much doing all online school still paying out of state tuition for all online school gosh and um like i said just working and then going on my computer and like, I just had very much so a lack of um, interaction with people that like I should have in the time looking back, I definitely should have, you know, instead of being so stressed about the money and stuff, you know, realized that I was going to make it just keep doing what I was doing, but also like try to enjoy myself instead of being so focused on, well, what resulted in, you know, just a gap year. But even if regardless, even if I was going to have a job set up and everything, you know, you still got to enjoy yourself while you're still in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I didn't really do that that much. So that was, that was one thing I, I could have done more. But um, what what do you think was your looking back from when you were graduating into this first year post-college? Like, what do you think was the biggest thing you could have done differently or better um, if you had to do it again? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, in general, I wish I had done more external activities slash internships slash volunteer things for my major than I had, even if I didn't know if psychology was what I originally wanted to do. I'm I'm trying to go back to school to like get my master's right now and I'm I remember applying to jobs I I I didn't realize how big of an impact seeing 
um, or like how big of an impact companies who might look at your resume want to see stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, I didn't realize that it was kind of like, you know, I, I, I think I was more naive in college and, and that's totally fine. There's just a lot of the, a lot of the stuff you can't even really learn until you, you start to experience it, you know? But, um, I, I remember I, at a certain point, because I didn't really know what I wanted to do, I was just finishing to finish, you know, and I was finishing because I knew that it was better to finish than to not finish it out, even though I didn't know exactly what was going to happen afterwards. I didn't, I didn't know what the future was. I just knew that I had to f- get this piece of paper because in a way I was just, I was almost, for me, I was told that I needed to get it by so many people. Um, and it's ended up, it has ended up being all right um, because I didn't have to have everything figured out. But one thing that I do wish that I had done more was get more involved with the major that I did end up with because it it would have made me look better as a as an applicant as somebody who's now trying to get into grad school um it would have made me look better i think in the long run yeah yeah i i would uh i would agree with that i w- i would say that's for certain careers it's it's really and well i mean i guess most of them to be honest you kind of need an internship or some kind of co-op or whatever to uh get your foot in the door at least with a decent company when you're trying to um get out of college and into your first real job um you know you know it's interesting sorry to interrupt i just thought of something else but um to be to be honest i i think it's good to have any kind of volunteer experience just in general you know i mean there might be like a hobby or some kind of like subject that you want to learn more about in general that might not have exactly to do with your major, but at least if you commit to that and you add that to your experience, you're showing that you're willing to like go above and beyond and do a little bit extra in that regard, um, which is going to make your application and your resume and make your experience look more marketable because you dedicated time outside of your major and your work and dedicated time to your life to pursue something that either, you know, creatively interests you or, you know, professionally interests you, whatever it may be. I, it doesn't necessarily have to be related to your major. I I think it helps, but I think really doing anything is helpful. Yeah. That goes uh, hand in hand kind of with something I kind of want to touch, touch on before we kind of go more in depth about the whole, post-graduation situation um yeah college especially senior year is crazy because at least for me mentally up to that point i don't want to say i'm working towards something to please others but once you realize like once you're out of college unless your parents want you to move back home into their place what you're working for like that degree is what's propelling you into the rest of your life and you're doing it for yourself so every time you fail an exam you're not you know your parents don't care because they're not the ones that are going to have that degree or whatever the opportunity to get a job so once i realized like i'm i'm achieving this and i need to bust my ass to do this for myself instead of um not necessarily doing it for others. It's that's not the right choice of words, but right. kind of doing it 
just going through the motions versus actually like getting after it because I need to do this for myself and I have the desire to succeed. I didn't really have that like fire inside me until senior year. And unfortunately, it was kind of in a grand scheme of GPA, which mine isn't the best, but not horrendous. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a little too late to do that senior year. But that was a big wake up call for me, too, is like up until uh, senior year, I was kind of like just going through college. And then I sat down and had a real like, I don't know real realization i guess you could say that i was like holy shit dude like once i'm out of college and time's only going faster it's not slowing down for me but once i'm out of college like i gotta figure and do everything by myself i'm not gonna have my parents or friends or my roommates or anything like yeah regardless it's all it's all on me so that was something that i i'm sure everyone knows that like yeah tanner no shit you you're going to college to get a piece of paper that helps you propel yourself in your professional career but some people don't realize that like like unless someone directly tells them like hey man you're kind of you're kind of just going through it i hope you realize that you're, you should be doing this for yourself and your 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 future um yeah uh, does that, that make sense that no it, it does make sense and i feel like i it was something that i kind of brought up earlier and i what what you're talking about where you're doing this degree and you're, you're making these decisions to make your life better. I, to be completely honest with you, I, I don't think I learned that lesson until pretty recently. Um, because something that I talked about earlier was you know, by the time we're four or five years old, right. That's when we start school. Right. And we're yeah. kind of just, we're just doing school, you know, like I do think that there are some people that are that find meaning with it, are able to be really engaged and they learn early on, whether from their parents or from their friends or whatever, that this is for me, you know, and this is something that is to make my life better. But I do think that I was one of those people that was just going through the motion similarly to you as well. And it didn't click with me until after I left college that that's what it was all for. Um, and it certainly wasn't a waste for me doing college and it certainly wasn't a waste either for you for, you know, getting to that point in your senior year. It's not like everything up to that point was a waste, but it's definitely like a, it's like a mindset that is, it's like a, a wake up call. I think you said a wake up call, right? That is, that is the perfect description of it. Here's what I'll say. There is a difference and fine line between being comfortable and then being complacent with where you're at Mm -hmm. and voice crack. And that was my, (laughs) that was my, um, kind of thing. I was like, I was, I thought I was just comfortable, but I was being complacent. I had uh, just a feeling of security and stuff while, you know, at the end of the tunnel, there's this huge, thing called graduating college and make it in in the world that i kind of just pressed aside you know it's hard to hard to accept that for some people hard to like accept like you're going to be an adult once you graduate and you have to do all this stuff on your own and you know yada yada but i think a lot of people are not comfortable they think that they're just comfortable but got to figure it out but in reality they're being complacent and are kind of reacting instead of anticipating what's you know bound to happen yeah yeah, I mean, you're you're absolutely right, man. I I feel like I do I do want to point out that like 
I think that there are also people who on the outside might seem like they've got it all completely figured out, you know, like they, they've got a path and they've got a, um, they've got a vision for their lives. For example, you know, they, oh, they know they're going to, what master schools they're going to get into. They know exactly how much it costs. They know exactly where they're going to be in the next couple of years. Right. Um, so like on the outside, they seem like they've got it all figured out, but like, truth be told, we don't, we also don't know exactly what's going on in that person's head. They, it's really easy to compare yourself to in terms of success to how quote unquote other or successful other people are. You know what I mean? I think that was something I struggled with too in senior year was seeing the benchmark and seeing where I could be. Hmm. And then honestly getting down on yourself because you're not at that point yet. You know what I mean? Bro, that's huge. And that was my thing with, um, the job that I was working, like, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't uh, embarrassed that I worked at, at Kroger full time, but in the moment I had some financial stuff come up and I needed rent as soon as possible. So I thought of somewhere that would immediately hire me mm-hmm. and Kroger hired me immediately. And so I like, I worked there for months full time and then did the DoorDash stuff. But then, yeah, you know, I'm sitting there in my room after work and all that just kind of sad. And then I'm, going on to Instagram or something and seeing all my friends or people from wherever posting about, you know, I'm excited to announce I'm going to Harvard university for law or, you yeah. know, whatever. So yeah, hundred percent comparing, comparing yourself to others um, is definitely something that's easier said than done to not do. But, um, oh gosh, everyone's got their own, everyone's got their own shit, man. Everyone's going through something and I don't care what anyone says. That's a hundred percent true. And there are some people that do have it all figured out and everything worked out like their plan worked to the T and honestly, congrats to you. But you know, 99 out of a hundred times it, it does not go that way. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. Comparing yourself to others is. Not not the best idea. Yeah, and it's and it's really easy to um and we don't have to keep harping on this, but it's just it's it's also just really easy to do that because of like how um how a lot of the schools in our country like to like publicize like these people who are making these big strides and so you can't like help but feel like if you're not that then like what defines success, you know, like is is that success and if I don't meet that then I'm not successful. So then what does that make me? You know what I mean? Then right. you might get to like, at least for me, it got me to go to like, oh, then I'm a failure because I'm not a success, which is not true um, oh, yeah. at all because there's a lot of different metrics and measures of success and everybody's on their own path. And I know some of this sounds cliche, but it's it was a very important lesson for me to learn when I was in college that I had to find my own path, even if I hadn't figured all of it out yet by the time college was over i had to figure out something to do i guess if that makes sense yeah Yeah, would that be um and i'm gonna probably ask this question in full later but do you think that would be your main piece of advice for people um who are graduating right now or maybe just recently graduated like you and i um is that the biggest takeaway that you would have for them at the moment um like don't ha- you don't have to have everything figured out by the time you graduate. 
yeah like just for people graduating like what do you what do you think is the biggest takeaway that they should understand as they're graduating or recently into the post-college world um what what, what would you what would you think Um, is the biggest takeaway oh man you want me to start my heart hitting my heart (laughs) with all these these oh come on man i I have i I have to ask the deep questions Uh, do you want me to start to give you some time to think yeah i was i was i was i would be curious to hear your answer man all right well my biggest takeaway um for people who are graduating is to uh, kind of accept um the challenges that are ahead um and without getting talking for five minutes straight the reason why i say that is because um your whole life even throughout college you're living with others you have uh your family then you go to school and then you got your friends at school and then you're doing swim or soccer or football you got your buddies from there and then in college you got your roommates you got your you know whatever club you're in whether that's sports or um i don't know drama club or whatever whatever you decide to do the biggest thing for me was i spent so much time around others that i when forced to be by myself after I graduated college and moved up here and all that was like, who am I like, who, who is Tanner when he's not around people? Like who am I true and, and genuinely how am I as a person or what, what's my personality or how do I actually go through these things by myself? Because I'm not saying you don't have a support system, but like a lot of people, when they graduate college, they're moving to a new city so the only people they may know is their significant other, um, maybe a family member, family member or something. But like, you have a lot of time once you're done with college and not living with your best friends anymore to like really figure out who you truly are as a person, what you believe in, how you think, your decision making, your priorities, um, your belief system, like all that, your morals, everything. So like, that was the biggest like overwhelming thing that i had experienced and i moved up here granted i'm living at my mom's um but besides my mom and my girlfriend dude i i didn't know anyone i had no plan Mm -hmm. i just moved up here and so i had people to be around but at the same time i was really kind of isolated by myself while cameron was um back at her school and everything so this past year i've learned so much about myself and who i am um I don't think a lot of people really understand that, or I guess they're about to find out, but that was the biggest thing for <laughs> me, learning about myself, who I truly am, and like, you know, what things I could improve on, and it really kind of highlights your flaws and your perfections, you know, you know, in general, you, you as a person, but that's what I would say for me, biggest takeaway, get ready to learn about yourself and embrace it, and kind of like force yourself to figure yourself out. Um yeah. You know, that that's 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 great advice, man. I I think that's like a lifelong thing that you have to figure out about yourself. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. never ending. It's not something you just immediately uh, figure out. And also you'll change over time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in terms of me actually having to do that, this was definitely the the most that I've gotten to learn about myself within the last, you know, year or so. Yeah, man. 
that's 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 really it's it's great advice because it's it's like when you're on your own especially after you graduate college you know you you have this this schedule that you follow when you're in college and so when you're on your own you you define your own schedule you define your own um goals and you really define your own life and in order to do that you need to learn how to be able to connect with yourself yeah and it's it's not an easy process i i'm two years graduate from college and I'm probably the most connected with myself that I've felt in probably three or four years, but it took me that long to get here of working on it on a consistent week to week basis. You know what I mean? Like it's Absolutely. constantly working on that. That That's great advice, man. Well, thanks. You, uh, you figure out what you, what you were going to say or no. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we, we've been, We've been talking about a, a little bit, but I think my biggest takeaway that I've learned since I've come from college, um, when I, I remember when I was in college, you know, I, I talked about not being able to figure out my majors. I I talked about one of the things that I wish I'd done more in college was learn about um, or do more extracurricular things with my major and even outside my major. And a lot of the reason why I didn't do those things and why I kept changing majors was because I was kind of waiting for that thing to like grab me and to just like have everything figured out all at once. Right. Um, And I thought I had to have all of that figured out after or before college was over and I was terrified of making decisions, like wrong decisions, basically, quote unquote, wrong decisions, um, until I found that. But the biggest thing that I've learned since I left college is that I did not have to have all of that figured out. And I have made decisions that have not worked out since I've left college, but not a single one of them has been wrong. I, I, I moved to... Washington DC last year, um, for, to, to get out on my own and to learn to live by myself and partially because of a relationship as well to expand on that. And, you know, that, that relationship for me is now over, but that doesn't mean that it was a mistake for me to move out here. Um, I you might, moved out I might by be- yourself, right? Sorry to interrupt, but just to let people know, like you, you moved to DC, you, you went from Atlanta to DC, essentially, you didn't. You don't know anyone in DC right. except your brother, right? Yeah, exactly. I I knew my my ex girlfriend and her family and her connections that were there, but um, besides them and my older brother, yeah, I I didn't know anybody. Um, and I remember in college, like the thought of doing something like that freaked me out because I didn't know if it was the right place. I didn't know. Um, the job that I was going to get. And I wanted all of it to be quote unquote, the right decision. But there is so much time after college that I'm realizing, and it doesn't matter when you graduate, you could graduate when you're 22, when you're, when you're 40, you know, when you're, when you're 50, even, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are. There's still, there's still time and there's still a lot of decisions that 
you have time to figure out. You don't have to feel pressure to figure every single thing out because a lot of the times, I mean, there's so many people who get a degree in something in college and they have a completely different career 10 years later. You know what I mean? Like they, they take a completely different path with their lives. Oh yeah. And I, I think having some kind of direction is a good thing, but don't wait for the right decision, quote unquote. It's good to just try to take a step forward, even if that ends up not being the path that you take, at least it's a step forward. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there because there's several different branches of conversation within what you just said. Um, <laughs> for, first, the first thing that kind of popped out to me that you said is that, um, you know, you're you're trying to find a thing that that was it for you, like your calling. Right. Um, and I, I know for a fact that there are going to be people who are graduating right now that, like you said, within 10 years will not have a job that is applicable to their major. Or I know people that got this degree at college just because they thought it would be something easy or something that you could do in different, right. you know, different ways or whatever. But to, 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 to clarify, just because you have a major and all that doesn't mean that that is what you're going to do. And it's okay to feel like you don't know what the heck you're going to do with this degree because sometimes, you know, you're not going to use it anyways. And that's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the first thing that popped out to me. So like to kind of let people know that it's okay to feel like you don't know what you're going to do with that degree. Or if you're getting a job that doesn't have to do with that degree, it happens more more times than people realize. Absolutely. Um, the second big thing that popped out to me was the whole don't wait for that thing to pop out at you. Like you, you said, you're kind of waiting for something and you didn't know if moving to DC was the right thing for you. Yeah, and you kind of talked about I wanted to harp back on like the whole comfortable and complacent thing. Yeah. Like for me, like I was waiting and I, I've been complacent because I've been waiting too. Yeah. I was waiting too long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And that was, um, that was the other thing I wanted to, the second thing I wanted to touch on was that, um, you know, there, there's a lot of times where things come up and you're going to be uncomfortable, but you have to take those those leaps to kind of uh, figure something out. Who knows? Maybe you move to DC and you, you and your ex didn't work out, but maybe there's someone in DC that will eventually be your one or mm-hmm. a great job opportunity that works out in DC and that blossoms into something like everything happens for a reason, in my opinion. And um, it was sometimes you have to take that risk and kind of be uncomfortable. You don't need to always you know, live in this box is okay to kind of branch out and take a risk. And if it doesn't work out, well, you know, what? at least you tried. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, I, I have a question for you, actually. Okay. Um, would you say that that kind of, you know, I, I didn't know, for example, moving to DC, if that was the right decision for me, but I at least like needed to feel like I needed to, I needed to feel like I needed to take that step, you know, um, because I, I needed to do something. Um, would you say that you experienced something similar, like when you moved back home up there to be with your mom and like closer to cam and all that? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I would say so. I was kind of torn because I could either stay in Auburn. Um, at the time, my roommates were all a year younger. So actually, I was apartment hunting with them my senior year because I didn't even know if I was going to stay or not up until about mm. literally probably a month and a half or a month before I graduated. Um, so I was like, maybe I'll stay at Auburn for next year trying to trying to get my shit together. But in the meantime, I'm, I can be with my friends. And then I was thinking about moving to Atlanta, uh, being closer to my dad. But then mm-hmm. I also felt like, um, you know, then I'm putting myself in a position where um, I'm not closer to Cameron. And just like you made the the leap with your now ex-girlfriend, I've been dating Cam long distance for, you know, two years at that point. Right. Over, over eight hours. So I was like, I might as well move up to my mom's um live there or at least live around there but I end up moving into my mom's house and be closer to Cameron. So yeah, I mean I took that risk. Um and if, whether I was in Atlanta or here, you know, both Cincinnati and Atlanta are both huge cities. So there was mm-hmm. gonna be an opportunity for work or whatever it was regardless. But yeah, and, I definitely and, moved up here. Yeah. I, yeah, I I agree didn't know anyone. So just like you. Well, I was I was gonna bring something up that you brought up. Um, sorry to interrupt. It was about the um, it was about your decision maybe to go to Atlanta as well. You know, I I know that that was one of the things that you were thinking about as well as even Auburn too. I mean, I'm sure people might be wondering like with where you are now and how you've made a lot of progress with yourself. It's like it almost seems like moving up to Cincinnati was quote unquote ended up being the right decision. Um, because of how things are now afterwards. But to be completely honest with you, had you gone to Atlanta or you had stayed in Auburn, you you touched on this too. They're all really big cities. You could have had a very similar outcome in the, in those cities, regardless. But you just made the you just made the best decision that you could make at that moment that you felt was right, and that's all you can do. You you right. just made whatever decision that based on your life circumstances, based on what you felt was the right direction, you just had to go with something and that who knows what Uh would have ended up happening if you had moved to any of those other places, but you did make a decision that ended up working out in a lot of ways, you know, even though it has been tough, like there was no way to know quote unquote what the right decision was. Cause really there wasn't a right. No, nah, there, there isn't a right decision for sure. Right. Man. Yeah. Yeah. There isn't a right decision. I, I, I'm picking up what you're, what you're getting at here. I'll, I'll also say at the same time, I know people who, um, and there's nothing wrong with this and whether it'll work out or you'll, you know, you'll regret it later on. At least you still learned that a lot of people will move back to their hometown oh, or yeah. a lot of people will still make your, decision post-graduation based on whether it's your parents or um i'm not going to get into relationships because uh, that would be controversial but <laughs> their parents or outside outside uh, relationships with others mm-hmm. to influence your decision but my thing is at the same time at the end of the day you have to take care of yourself numero uno yeah. um and do what is best for you in that moment. And even if you think, uh, you know, that's that's really risky and, you know, you don't know if it's going to work out. Well, you could not take that opportunity and then look back a few months later and be like, shit, I should have 
I should have done that. But I know a lot of people, and there's nothing wrong with that. Once again, I want to clarify that if other people, including your family, is trying to guide you or maybe help you out what they think and you think is best for you, that could 100% be the case. But for me personally, um, you kind of have to take what some would say is a selfish approach to after college or even in general. But you kind of have to take care of yourself first. So, yeah, I took the decision that I thought would be best for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and not saying that staying in Auburn or moving in with my dad would have been a bad option. Uh, they could have been just as equally rewarding. But um, yeah. I don't know. Would, would you agree with me on that statement? Because I know some people won't and they'll take that the wrong way possibly of, um, you know, me telling you to break up with your girlfriend instead of moving to Colorado with her. That's that's not what I'm getting at. But I know yeah. sometimes people come at a crossroads of either trying to please others still and like stay at home or decide to move to a random city and like do this whole adventure, you know, solo. And all. I, I would say do the adventure solo. Would you agree with that? Or are you kind of back and forth? And I'm I different because think- I moved around a bunch and you stay in Atlanta your whole life. So we may have different perspectives. I think I think I wanted to touch on two things. Um, the the first thing I wanted to touch on, so I don't forget it um, before I answer your question, is you talked about um, when you're making a decision like that. You know, if your family or an outside relationship is a factor in the decision, you have to act. Um, I think you said selfishly, um, but you know, you know, what's funny to me is that as I've as I've been on my own for a little bit now, I'm starting to realize that there's a difference between acting in your own self-interest and then acting selfishly. And there is, there is something to be said about learning what the difference is. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with acting in your own self-interest. There's, there's definitely nothing wrong with that because you, you do have to learn how to do that. You, I agree with your statement of you have to look out for yourself numero uno, like you said, because at the end of the day, this is your life. This is, this is not somebody else's life that you're going to live for and whatever other people may think that you need to do. It's good to get advice from other people. You shouldn't just completely just be stuck in your own head and you want to hear other people's perspectives because that's wise. However, if you're so influenced by what other people say about you and what you should do, that makes it really difficult to act in your own self-interest because there is going to be a point in your life, at least I feel, where that's going to catch up to you. And you're going to have to understand enough about yourself to make difficult decisions. And if you don't learn how to act in your own self-interest, it's hard to make those difficult decisions. Like right now I'm I'm here on my own and I have to, I'm trying to get into grad school and I am never been on my own and I'm so used to being around my friends and family and I have to make a lot of difficult decisions about my future, but I'm not making them selfishly. It's just about what is the best decision that I can make right now for me. Um, so I do think that there's a difference and it's a, I, I'm not going to educate people here and say that I still know the complete difference cause I don't yet, but I'm learning it and it's an important thing to start to learn. Um, but to answer your other question, I don't, I don't know if that point made came across well hopefully that made sense what i was trying to say um no 100 percent did thank you for digging me out of my own hole because i was trying i i didn't have that that's a great uh line there so being selfish versus your self-interest because that that is a really good point there well well thank you but um <laughs> uh what was i gonna say um 
But to answer your question, I, I I'm, I'm of the opinion that if you can make a decision like that and know how to act in your own self-interest, even if that means that you might go like move in with that person in a relationship or whatnot, then I, I, it's kind of tough because I, I don't know if I could say one way or the other, cause I think people are different. I think for me, I'm really influenced by what other people think of me, whereas others may know how to act in other people in their own self-interest. They've been doing it their whole life, for example. So that's never been a concern for them. So maybe taking in other people's input is really important and they need to do that more. You know what I mean? So I, I would probably, I would lean towards your perspective, but I don't, I think it kind of depends on whatever that person's situation is at the time. So I'm giving a very boring, <laughs> nonpartisan answer. Boo. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Be controversial I, I off the game. perspective. <laughs> nah, What'd man, you, you, know, you know, I'm just, I was just fucking with you. Um, no, hey, that's, man. that's legit. That is, um, I mean, that's huge. That is that is huge. That's a huge lesson that I'm still working on being selfish versus self-interest because I'm a I'm a people pleaser as well. You know, not that mm-hmm. I need everyone to like me, but especially for the people that I love, I want to make them proud and, yeah. you know, kind of please them. I got, you know, screw it. I'll say it. Yeah, I'm trying to please them, trying to make them happy and make them proud of me. So, mm-hmm. um. I don't think there's anything wrong with that too. It's just like, you know, at at what point do you, are you a people pleaser, a people pleaser at the sacrifice of your own well being, And that's a very, that is a hard thing to learn that even I I have not learned it. I've talked to people at my job that in my family that have not learned it, it is, it is a constant thing for sure. But I still think it's good to be a people pleaser at the end of the day. Yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're dropping these, these knowledge gold nuggets right here, man. I'm, I'm loving it. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Tanner. I, I, I'm only as good as my host is. Ah, awesome, man. Um, well, to follow up with uh, everything we've talked about so far, yeah, um, we kind of, t- I don't want to say we talked negatively in, in regards <laughs> to like, hey, here's what you should expect post-graduation, blah, 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 <laughs> drop, drop all this heavy shit on them. But um, wait, what do you think is something that people should be um, excited or stuff to look forward to You know, with this next stage? Man, that's a man. You, you say I'm dropping these knowledge nuggets, but you're dropping these really, really like targeted, deep, poised questions. My goodness, if you if you haven't ever considered going to psychology or being a therapist, you should. Man, you hit you hit it hard. Scratch <laughs> everything I've said. I'm I'm switching majors and going back to school right now. Oh my gosh, guys, Tanner's going to go back into undergrad and then just like repeat all the same things that he went through with the same um, knowledge I have now, with the knowledge I'll be on. Yeah, we're going to go through the same problems. <laughs> um, I would say um, one thing that you can look forward to, even though it's kind of daunting in a way is how much freedom that you have with yourself 
after you graduate, especially if you don't go back to school. It might be different for people who go into graduate school because you're still kind of continuing that path. But I do remember when I graduated, part of me was just like, I just need a break from school, you know? And one thing that has been really great is the consistency of my job and the consistency of my schedule and that I get a constant paycheck. I know what to expect. And even though it's boring sometimes, it's nice that it's not like hectic trying to finish an assignment one week and like hectic, like studying for like three tests at once because all your professors were assholes and decided to schedule everything on one week. <laughs> like it, it, it's, it's nice to have something very consistent and in a way monotonous, it, it, it makes it easier to deal with in some ways, but then there's a whole nother thing that you have to learn as well, but I can get into that another time. But yeah, I would say being able to chart your own schedule and having a consistent schedule, especially if you get an eight to five job or nine to five job is, is really nice. Yeah, I would, I would say that's a great thing. Um, having a schedule is, is good. I mean, you have a schedule in college to a degree, but you know, when you have a job and you don't have to focus about exams, you don't have to focus about, you know, all the other stuff that is tied with college and just focus on really you and your career. And I guess if you, you know, if you have a spouse, you all that, and uh, there's more adult stuff to it, you know, paying for insurance, yeah. mortgages, uh, but at the same time, you you don't have the exams and stuff. It's more routine. Um, yeah, at least also- I would say. I have to interject real quick. I, hopefully you weren't making a point. If please, please, everybody who, whoever may listen to this, please start your 401k very early. Please start it. I'm in, I'm in human resources. I cannot stress that enough. It is, you could donate $2 a week into it if you really, or $5 a week if you needed to. I promise it's, it's very helpful to do that. I feel like that was a, uh, I feel like that was a plug. And okay, kind of, kind of offended you did that. I, I, Um, I'm sorry. I, I do work at Fidelity, guys. Um, (laughs) If you guys want to look me up, uh, my profile is on LinkedIn. I'm cutting it. I'm cutting it. I'm cutting it. it. (laughs) Oh Oh, my god! No, 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 I, I agree with that point, man. Um, yeah, that's very true. Very true. It's shameless, shameless plug. Anyways, continue with what you were saying. (laughs) I, I i honestly forgot what i was saying clearly it wasn't that important oh no that was my fault no you're you're chilling yeah though. but what would you say um is something that people can look forward to um after they graduate um i mean I, kind, of, kind of what i said earlier i think it's really exciting to get to know who you are and like you you also said have the freedom in a way to kind of you could travel. Like I see a bunch of people um, that I know on, on Instagram and stuff. They're traveling the world. I think that's freaking awesome. I think having yeah. the ability to do that kind of stuff, I think learning about yourself is cool. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's probably that's probably about it in terms of what I think is the best, the, the thing to look most forward to. It's kind of having that freedom. Yeah, it's... It's very refreshing. I mean, because, you, you know, we've talked about it a bunch, but you're just, I don't think 
I don't think I realized how guided I was from school with that consistent schedule and those consistent assignments that when all of that is gone, it's like, it's a really nice relief for a little bit because you really are just, you're, you're just, you're just here doing your job and you're like, Oh my gosh, like I'm just, I'm just working and doing my thing. Like this is, this is great. You know, this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like it's, it's awesome in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. You don't have um, people are necessarily. I mean, whether you want to admit or not, people are kind of controlling your your life schedule up until after college. You know, you oh, yeah. in college, you have your classes and stuff, and people may think that oh, it's only eighteen hours a week or whatever. But you know, then you got your homework and stuff. They're kind of controlling most of your time, or at least a majority of it. Oh, I would yeah. say. Cool, man. Um, yeah. Anything else? You? Any other things about? post-graduation or anything like that you think you want to add um or you have any questions for me that you thought of i i had something um do you think that it is important to have something like a hobby or something consistent that you do once you graduate college that's not like your work Basically, I would say yes. It's really easy to hyper focus on your career because yeah. if you think about it, with school, although even through college, obviously you're you're so focused on your grades and trying to succeed and you know get all this stuff together. So we're kind of kind of. Um, I don't want to say trained, but we're kind of like taught to hyper focus on something mm-hmm. and make that our priority. Yeah. And that's why there's workaholics and all that. Cause I, I partly think it's because we, we put such a deep um, emphasis on school and all that. So then people don't have school anymore. So they're like, Oh my God, well, the only thing they're really doing is work. And so then they hyper focus oh, yeah. on work and then that becomes unhealthy you don't you don't need to you need to have the work-life balance um so oh, yeah. a good Absolutely. way a good way is having an outlet i would agree whether it's i mean anything i don't need to tell you what to do but definitely mm-hmm. having an outlet is uh definitely important even if it's just going to the gym or something something so you're not constantly in the cycle of yeah you said yeah it was monotonous but and that's cool but but also at the same time you, you got to have that little something that's not just work related. What that that was a really good point that you made about people who become workaholics. I think that there is definitely a huge correlation with that with people who um decide to make their whole lives like one or two jobs that they have and that's it and then maybe their families. And there's nothing wrong with that by the way. If no. if that's what you want to do and you enjoy that and you you like doing that. I knew plenty of people in restaurants, even people at my job now that do that. And they're very happy people. Um, they have families, they have kids, they do stuff outside of work. They go on vacations, you know, they're happy. So not trying to take that away, but I do think, sorry, that, that was just, that was, I'd never even thought about that link with workaholics and people and how it comes from school in the first place. I think you're absolutely right. That's a really profound connection. Well, thanks, man. I just came up with that on the spot. Not really. It's been something I I, I thought about. Um, 
honestly for myself recently because i feel like all i am doing is work and that's for a bigger goal for grad school and all that but at the same time everyone everyone struggles with it and i really think like i said previously it's just because we're kind of taught to hyper focus on school and stuff so then school's out of the question and a lot of people you know hyper focus on work and to each their they just own. pivot it they just yeah. like pivot that hyper focus yeah yeah absolutely to each, to each their own like you said and i hope i don't get canceled episode one um <laughs> there, there's nothing wrong with being very work driven and wanting to be the best at what you do um as you should right that's the goal you don't want to just half-ass your job but mm-hmm. um there's nothing wrong with with having that work um work ethic and kind of having your job and career as your your priority but yeah. Um, there's also an extreme, you know, absolutely, absolutely, man. There's, there's an extreme. It's, it's, it's really easy to fall, fall into that, um, into that pattern and for your own mental health, I I would say, at least for me, I, I don't think I could be a workaholic cause I would need to take a step back for my own sanity, but maybe that helps some people's sanity to be that so focused on something. So, um, other than that, yeah, I would I would harp on the the hobby thing as well. I I play bass guitar on the side. I I'm just kind of like learning songs that I like to play and um and learning a lot of different techniques and that is a really good outlet for me to connect with myself and Tanner's been harping a lot about learning you learn how to connect with yourself in a lot of ways once you graduate um once you graduate college and I, for me, that was a really easy way to connect with myself. Um, maybe not, maybe easy is the wrong word, but that was a good way for me to connect with myself is finding something that I could consistently do. And I mm-hmm. can consistently like measure my achievement with like, Oh, I learned this song and that's really to heart. So now I, I feel accomplished because I'm doing it for me. Yeah. Um, so, and I know, I know Tanner, just got a whole nice big setup, but I'm not going to plug Tanner unless he wants me to. <laughs> so, um, oh, God. anyways, uh, yeah, I would say that's, that's, that's the only other thing I would advise. If there's anything you've ever wanted to learn in your life, you'll have the time to do it. And I would force yourself if you can and have the time and energy to do it, to make it a priority because it oh. will become important. Oh, and, and time's only getting faster and faster, man. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? The, the longer you wait and, if you've been wanting to do something, you just need to do it. There's not going to be a perfect time or anything. And that's for anything that you want to do, any hobby or career or whatever, because you're only going to get older and there's going to be less opportunity for you to do it. So that would, to add on to your point, that's what I would yeah. say. I feel, um, I feel like we could talk about all this stuff for like hours and hours and hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're at a good point, man. I think we kind of touched a lot of bases. Um Mm-hmm. Some people maybe only find like two minutes of this useful and other people may find the whole, where are we at? A little over an hour uh, useful. Yeah. So um, if you listen to this point, I greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm going to probably post this, make a YouTube channel and like link it on my socials to get some people to listen to, but please um, text me, DM me, whatever, give advice, what we can do better and all that. Um, but uh, even if you liked it or disliked it, let, let me know for sure. I'm just doing this for fun. Whoever wants to listen to uh, the episodes can. But uh, I think it's been great, Connor. You've been a great first guest. I don't know who I'm going to have next, but um, I really appreciate you coming on, man, and 
being open and honest. And uh, as usual, you and I have some pretty good convos. So, absolutely, man. Thank, thanks for having me on. Um, I I don't know anybody who's going to be listening to this as well. Um, you know, I I would love to hear people's stories as well. Just just like Tanner likes to hear people's stories too. Um, so if if you're interested in connecting as well, I'd I'd love to connect here what you're going through as well. Um, and I'll happily give Tanner my socials for that as well. I'm excited to hear what, what you're going to do with this Tanner. I think it's a really, really positive and really beneficial thing for people. It's, it's a great idea. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. Absolutely, brother. I think it's cool. Like even if the you know, shout out to the two of you that are going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but whoever does listen, uh, just let me Absolutely. know for real, for real. Let, um, I'll link you, Connor, I guess. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll give you my socials well. afterwards. I, gosh, I need to make an Instagram now. So you I need to make an Instagram. People. Don't act like you're that fucking old. Okay. You, you, you should have an Instagram. I, I, I don't like social media. I'm sorry, man. Okay. There's going to be like, some girl. Once I link your Instagram, you know, they're going to be like, who is that hunk over there that you had on your first episode? Tanner, Tanner she's going to get Tanner. I'm sorry. Stop we're, getting, we're, we're, we're getting off track. We're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, for now, it is called the Let's Talk 20s podcast. And uh, hope to see you guys soon. Peace. All right. Bye, guys.